0: Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the You and Me podcast. So for today's episode, we thought we would do something a little bit different because I tend to do all the talking and that (laughs) happens in our life naturally. (laughs) I'm the more talkative one. And through our infertility and trying to conceive an IVF journey, it 80% affects me and my body. And 20% you, roughly. Is that what you'd say?
1: Probably less.
0: (laughs) So I thought it would be interesting to me ask Blake questions about a male's perspective going through this journey and his thoughts and feelings and things like that because it's always me talking about what happened to my body or what I felt or, you know.
1: This should be interesting. It'd be like trying to get blood out of a stone. (laughs) I'm not the most talkative (laughs) person. You'll be
0: fine. So I've come up with a couple of questions and some of them are like our whole journey general Mm -hmm. and some of them are IVF specific. So do you just want to jump straight into it?
1: Let's just jump into it.
0: Are you nervous? Don't be nervous.
1: If it's crap, I just want to put it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. The first question, before realizing that anything was wrong, did you ever think about infertility or wonder if it would be a part of your story?
1: kind of hard to tell. One, because it's been so long, and two, my memory is awful.
0: Yes. <laughs> think back. Take a minute. Think back.
1: I think obviously at some point, like I don't recall when at what point I knew something was up, but then again, I didn't think it would get to this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When obviously I didn't know what. Steps away before IVF, but I knew there was things you could do. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Think back to when we were first together and we were using condoms (laughs) to prevent (laughs) what we now dream of. Yeah. Did that, Blake, ever?
1: No. Was it ever a thought? I don't think there was even children in my thoughts at that point. Yeah. You were Um, just
0: preventing children.
1: (laughs) At that point, We yeah, obviously weren't. A new couple didn't want anything thinking about that, so... I think at some point like when it you know, you you always just assume, Oh yeah, you get married, it's a honeymoon baby, it just just happens on the honeymoon. Like there's even people in our family where they just come back from the honeymoon pregnant and it's like, Oh yeah, that's just how it happens. Yeah. And then you know, one year, two years in, it's like, Oh no, that's that's still normal. Like I've read stories that no, that's it does take a little while, not everyone's a fertile myrtle. And then I I think I remember having at one point we did start to look into it. And then I think, I think that's when you semi would diagnose PCOS or PCOS-like symptoms. I think at that point everything just shut down in conversation. I can't remember what happened after that point.
0: What do you mean?
1: I think we just stopped talking about it.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I think at that point you I, I don't know if it scared you or you just like saw something that was potentially wrong. Of
0: the mindset, um, don't talk about it. It's not real. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think that push it
0: away. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, I never, in the beginning, I never thought that was going to be a thing. Like on your side of the family, there isn't, there's only only a cousin on my side that's the only one I know of. Like, no, my sister has three kids. Yeah. Like your family just comes into proximity (laughs) of.
0: Thinks about getting pregnant and poof. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How do you feel about not being able to conceive naturally?
1: I feel just kind of, I can't do anything. I can't fix it. There's nothing I can do to make it better.
0: And as a man, you want to fix it. You want to make it better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like that's the most frustrating part. It's not being completely out of control, out of out of my control. There's literally nothing, not a damn thing I can do about it. Man, it noises the crap out of
0: me. <laughs> like head against a brick wall.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Like there's obviously things I can do to improve my side of things. But even, even if we both do that, I think we're just realizing now at this point, Why it was so hard for us to Mm -hmm. do it naturally. Like, there's so many roadblocks for us. Yeah. So, like, I don't feel too bad that we couldn't do it on our own. We obviously needed the help, but there's still, like, my part is so small to play and there's nothing I can do to help. Yeah. Which is, yeah, frustrating.
0: That leads into the next question. Does it make you feel less of a person or a man that you can't?
1: Yes, it does. Like... Especially, and every time I think about it, I think back to our wedding and all the jokes that people were making, and just about conceiving. They're like, "Yeah, like, I don't know how to really put it into words." The minute but
0: you get married, everyone's like, everyone's comes like, baby." When's it happening? Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I remember that. That was so frustrating. <laughs>
1: you
0: what? couldn't go anywhere or see anyone for like a year after the baby, after the baby, after the wedding. It was all, are you pregnant? Or people would look at your stomach and then look at you and go, anything to share?
1: Or when it had when, when been a while, it's like they immediately would turn to me. And it's like, well, what's happening? Like, Yeah. Uh, why,
0: uh, why aren't you putting a baby in her?
1: And it's like, well, what's wrong? Like immediately like thinking there was something wrong with me or, yeah, that was and obviously like it's for our situation, it's um, 50-50 in <laughs> the problem. But. Yeah, it did feel feel less not being able to. And I and I think in the beginning, and then the reason I didn't talk about it is I thought, oh, shit, what if it is? Mm. What if it is on me? Like, mm. your family is, like, baby central. Like, what mm. if it is something on my end? Yeah. Well, to a degree it is. Like, but, um, yep. it's not completely impossible.
0: Yeah. But you know that, like, there's nothing you can do to change. Like. Yeah. Being more manly or a better person isn't going to change your outcome. No. All right. So a bit more um, IVF specific was looking back on our IVF cycle, what stands out for you that was not what or how you thought it would be or go? Does that make sense? So was there anything about the process that was different or played out not how you thought it would play out?
1: Not really, because I think you kind of looked into it so in depth, I feel like there wasn't anything that I wasn't aware of.
0: going into each appointment, you mean like I had said this is what this step will be, so and you
1: you'd watched so many videos, I'd watched so many videos with you, like you' yeah you'd done your research yeah. into it, so nothing seemed to be a surprise. The only thing that surprised me was the cost
0: the cost and the result
1: Oh, our result
0: yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. That- <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, obviously, you're not working the first time around. Like, I didn't have the actually, the only thing I wasn't prepared for was the pre IVF stuff. They're just the tra- normal tracking cycles. I had no idea how that was going to play out. Mm. Like, obviously, to a degree, that I did, but it's almost seemed like you were more prepared for what IVF was going to be. I think mainly because you think after that point, and so it's funny how that works out. We'd have been watching a YouTube couple called Phil and Alex, and I got it seemed to be almost like perfect timing. Like you, we started watching a lot of them and they're, they're going through their obvious stuff, at the round about the same time leading up to us. doing mm. it. So
0: You sort of had insight.
1: Had insight on that side. Mm. And I think that's what's got the crap out of I me mean, the most is <laughs> how much it costs in America.
0: Mm.
1: It is crazy how much, how expensive is it is. I the whole
0: healthcare system is like that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think like – I think, I don't know, so I don't know obviously what the American health system's like, but it also seems to be a lot tied to your job. Like, there's yeah, health benefits comes with
0: your insurance. It's
1: yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're on this salary and you get ABCD yeah. health benefits with this job. But
0: like Australia, IVF is not usually covered under that type of insurance.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there, there's no private health cover for IVF, is it? Yes. But it's really expensive.
0: But it's $150 a week, a fortnight, on top of. What you're already paying.
1: Which, I assume that, like, um, and it's only, I don't know how recent it is, but it's there is, obviously there was some change.
0: Well, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We don't have private health cover for IVF. No. But we just, just because we live in Australia, it's manageable.
1: Yeah, because there's some Medicare, a lot of Medicare coverage. I don't know how recent that is, but that definitely made the, it a whole lot cheaper than we expected as well.
0: All I'm thinking about is Joey and friends because he doesn't have healthy friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, when, um, or no, when you get to that, when Chandler moves out and he gets that power bill, he goes around and turns on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that shit. Okay. What were your thoughts and feelings when you dropped me off at the hospital for my egg retrieval?
1: I, that's, again, that's kind of, I had an expectation of... How many? Um,
0: Were you nervous or you just felt like you knew what was going to happen? So it wasn't scary.
1: Yeah, I kind of I had an expectation we had based off what we'd seen other people go through, how many we counted at the scan. Like it all seemed positive up until that point. Mm-hmm. Like um, I figured we'd walk out of there with 10 to 15, you know, it always seems to be things of half. So you get 10 to 15, cut that in half to how many are usable and then half again mm-hmm. for how many fertilized. So I think, you know, the day we ended up with like you know, six, five, six, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that all were what's the word? Um, transferable? Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Or like, yeah, am- five-day embryos.
1: Yeah. Because, yeah, because I just, that's what I was expected leading up to that point.
0: What was the hardest part of the whole process for you so far?
1: The last few days. <laughs> Like, up until before starting IVF, like, doing all the tracking cycles, like, IVF was always, like, the hardest thing to go through, but it seemed like the one with the most guarantees. Like, mm-hmm. whenever we had a failed tracking cycle, it was like, oh, you've always got IVF to fall back on. And IVF will be, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work through tracking cycles, IVF will be, you know, the, I can't think of the word, like, the the ultimate. Yeah, thing. the option. Like it'll, the ultimate option. It'll, yeah. it'll work. Like, it'll be harder, but... And it'd be nice not to get to that point, but if we have to, it'll just
0: yep. work. Yeah. I
1: don't know why. In my head, I know the statistics are still not 100%. but
0: I had that in my head too. Like after all these years of me saying, no, IVF, no, 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 the first go, it's going to happen. And we're going to be like, why didn't we do this years ago?
1: Yeah. I don't know why we had that in our head. Obviously, there's yep. still... And so we've even seen people that doesn't work.
0: Least, mm. I don't know why.
1: I thought different for us.
0: Mm.
1: Now that we're here... There's no – IVF is it. Like, there's no point after this. We just have to keep trying at this. Like, mm. There is no other option. <laughs> this is it.
0: At least we can foster now if we want because we <laughs> say we're infertile.
1: Oh, I don't even get me started on the <laughs> adoption foster system in Australia. It's a complete garbage fire. I
0: oh, know. Okay. Do you like how open we were with people? Do you wish we kept more or less private?
1: Um, no, I think we I feel comfortable with the people that we told. Um, I wouldn't, I would keep it to the circle of people that we have kept mm-hmm. in the loop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Outside of that, I just don't want to, I I know whether it's, I just, it's, it's easier to keep it to that small circle.
0: It's more people to answer to.
1: Yeah. Like obviously once, it's good news I want to tell mm. every soul. But mm. yeah, when it's, especially until we do get better news, the less people know, the better, I reckon.
0: I liked our balance of, um, we told people but days after it happened, whether it was yeah. good news or bad news, you and I had time to process it, process and digest it and like come to terms with it. And then especially like the bad news around day five, six, Oh, even day three, five, six, we were able to process it together. Yeah. Two more. Is there anything you think you will do differently next cycle, IVF cycle? Hmm. Stumped you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think – obviously, I think I feel like I could probably have done more to make sure my side of it was as best as possibly could be. I feel like I was – for COVID and being at home all the time, I was a little bit laxed in mm-hmm. being active.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that's – and probably going back to work a couple of days a week will probably help in that space. Mm-hmm. And anything I do – anything I will be doing at work will be a lot more physical. Um, but yeah, I think just in general, just being a little more active, like obviously. So whatever I bring to the table is the best it possibly can be. Yeah. Um, I think we were also were taking vitamins and stuff, mm-hmm. but did we have it from the beginning or did it come partway through?
0: No, you've been taking your vitamins the whole time.
1: Yeah. Just probably just keep doing that. I halt.
0: didn't start my because my prenatals expired. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, that's well, right. I stopped them, but I only started taking them a few days before egg retrieval. Yeah. So now I'm you have a full day. But you've been the whole time. But I don't think, other than, you know, general exercise to keep everything flowing and flushing out bad stuff and keep your blood circulating and keeping everything healthy. And I don't yeah. think there's anything. I feel like we ate. We ate a bit shit. We just ate like quick like instead of making rice we made those packet rices yeah like which is still somewhat healthy but we would just we just reach for quick food because we were busy with work which will be different next time
1: yeah no it'll be which it'll is be weird good. like things got more hectic when covid hit mm. like it was a little busier than ever which it was a good
0: distraction but yeah
1: yeah like it yeah, which is which is another thing we're kind of we were lucky in that regards like most people were out of work. Like, mm. if anything, our work ramped up.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but that's all starting to kind of settle down again. So
0: all right. no excuses. <laughs> yes. Last question. What was the biggest takeaway for you after going through our first IVF cycle?
1: I think that's the reality of it. It's not the miracle cure. that. What's a word I'm looking for.
0: For us, it was our last resort. Like,
1: yeah, like, we banked
0: everything on it working.
1: Yeah, and we just I banked on it. It'd just been this miracle process that it just had a hundred percent strike rate right? when subconsciously I knew better. Mm. I don't know, like I just sugarcoated this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just gonna work, but um, and then honestly, the four, yeah, the number was like
0: that just,
1: but also, the only thing I can think chances. in that regards is there's reasons why, mm. like you know, the, they didn't grow, so we. The drugs weren't, the dosage wasn't right. Um, you left. Over, he was being a an a hole. Mm. <laughs> like he yeah. was being uncooperative. So I mean, yeah, the, I don't feel too disheartened because there was reasons for it. Like it's not like we got all the eggs we could and they're all too small. Like there was, um, yeah, there was reasons for it. That can be corrected in the next run. So I don't feel too disheartened in that that respect. But it is a um, reality check that it isn't the miracle golden child process that it is
0: mm. i just thought of one more question it's over the whole process from blake when we like first got together or first married you then to you now how would you say going through this infertility trying to conceive journey has has it changed you to be a better person like how do you think it's changed you
1: Definitely, have a lot more respect for anyone who has gone through this process. Um, it's definitely put a strain on a relationship. I think, if anything, it has brought us closer. Like I'm, I like, went not stressing the little things, like, mm. but um, I don't think we we think we are stronger for it, and, and I understand like why people break up mm. because of this. Like, mm. it is hard.
0: You have to grow together through it.
1: A hundred percent. And not say so that we are perfect, like we still have our moments and
0: we sure do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um one I I s I don't know whether you feel this is true or not, but I feel like I'm quicker to apologise when I'm being a dickhead. Mm. Um
0: like not sweating the small stuff.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like I still have my hot tepan moments, but I feel like so I So do
0: I. <laughs> yeah.
1: We both do, but I feel like we're both quicker to mm.
0: apologize
1: like We used to be both so stubborn and, like, not talk for days <laughs> But yeah Do you, like, you think
0: you're going to be more grateful when you are a
1: dad? 100%, like, mm. I think we both are We're, just going to be so, and we're both, like, dog-tired and, no <laughs>
0: We're going to be like, yay, we get to do this It's
1: like, <laughs> I'm so sleep-deprived, Yay! <laughs> But yeah, I think even at those points, you'd be all you'd have to do is just look back and how hard it mm. was to get to that point. Mm. You'd be, you can't be nothing but grateful.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard, but trying to conceive for six plus years is fucking hard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> doesn't get. I don't think it'd get any harder than that.
0: Because we kind of feel like we can't live our life.
1: Yeah, we're, kind like of we're just, waiting
0: to live our life.
1: Yeah, everything's just on hold at this point. Yeah, and everything's. Pretty much in place for us to start a family. Like, obviously, if we'd started one earlier, it would have been harder because we were you now living situation finances were all pretty.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. But now it's like, all right, we got everything we need now, just missing
0: <laughs> it. It. <laughs> Them. Well, I think you did really well for Thank someone you. who doesn't talk. <laughs> were they hard questions? No, not too hard. You did really well. Thank you bit of insight of a male's perspective because, yeah, it's just a woman goes through more.
1: Yeah, that's definitely harder for Physically,
0: but you're still going through it. You're still sitting, having to watch, feeling helpless.
1: Mm.
0: Well, that was good for something different, a bit of a change.
1: A bit of a shorter one this time. Mm. Last couple have been quite long.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I think we'll end it there. Do you think? Yeah. Anything else to add?
1: No, I think we've... That was a quick little... Are you
0: looking forward to, or are you keen to move on to, yeah, I
1: just to just, the next one? Just get it done and done. You straight. just want the
0: result, like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.